Well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. That's what I mean about this, this entire weekend. Yeah. You know, Eckersley said it best. Dennis Eckersley said it best that this is getting old. I know I don't since I wasn't able to listen to the actual Nesson broadcast because, A, I live here in Illinois and, yeah, I live here in Illinois and we were, B, we were playing an Illinois team this weekend, the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, not only we got played them, we got swept by them. Yay! This is getting old. He basically said it best. This is getting old. And you're right. It is getting old. But let's get into the recap. All right. Game one. All right. So Friday night, the Apple TV game. All right. So, yeah, basically, let's go over that game real quick. All right. I didn't even, I didn't even do notes. That's the thing. I didn't even do notes for this series. Well, it's just, yeah. Let's just, just get over it. All right. So Friday. Let's see. Come on. All right. So basically, yeah. So White Sox, Red Sox just didn't get any offense going in this game. They end up losing this game. Basically four to two. I mean, they just couldn't get anything going against uh, Vince Velasquez. And if this is the person you were supposed to attack in this game, this would be it. This game against Vince Velasquez. Well, whatever. Let's get into it. All right. Leading off for the Red Sox, leading off and playing center field um, is Jaron Duran. Um, oh, yeah. Um, the reason why Kike was out these next last couple of games is because he tested positive. Him and Rich Hill tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Jared Duran was called up from Worcester and made the start tonight or in this game, played center field. He went one for four, one run, no RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Uh, Trevor Story, he let or played – Second or let or a bad second and played second base, all right. And uh, he went one for four, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks. They struck out once, all right. All right, leading off or uh, then batting third and playing third base, huh? Pretty neat. Uh, Rafael Devers, he uh went one for three, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out no times. Then uh, batting fourth and playing uh, shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts, 0 for three, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. All right, batting fifth and playing DH was uh, J.D. Martinez, one for four, no runs, no RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting sixth and playing left field was uh, Alex Verdugo, one for four. He did score a run, no RBIs, though, no walks, and he struck out twice of those four bats. All right, batting seventh and playing right, or first base was Bobby Dahlbeck, Bobby D. He went 0 for one, and... Yeah, so basically the only thing he had was basically a walk at this point. So, yeah, basically nothing else, just one walk. And then, yeah, that one at bat, which turned out to be now. All right. Then pitch hitting for him was uh, Francis Cordero. He went 0 for 1, and that one at bat was a strikeout. All right. Batting eighth and playing uh, right field was Jackie Bradley Jr. He went 1 for 4, no runs. He did have an RBI, no walks, and he struck out once. Then batting ninth and playing catcher, Kevin Puecki, 0 for free. No runs, no RBIs, no walks. They struck out zero times. And then pinch hitting for him was uh, Christian Vasquez. He did not get in a bat because that one at bat turned out to be a walk. Yeah, a walk. 
So no at bats whatsoever. Okay. So really, the really only offense was uh, Alex Verdugo, basically a doubles from Alex Verdugo, and then Jackie Bradley Jr. Oh, uh, Jared Durant basically did have a triple, so he's now in the triple column too. So him and Bobby Dahlbeck, all right, pretty good. So yeah, off of Grayman late in the game, I mean, really a misplay at that best. Like, I mean, the only way you're probably going to get a triple is like you got to make sure that infielder really messed that play up or really misplays that. All right. Pitching, here we go. Nathan Valdi, he got the start, pitched five innings, and he did not have a start, so he gets the loss. He is one and one for the season. Gave up six hits, surrendered three runs, and all three of them were earned. Walked three people, struck out four, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 2.94 ERA. Austin Davis, he came in to pitch 0.2 innings. Gave up a hit, but he did not surrender a run, and definitely not earn a run. He walked one person. Though, and, but he didn't strike out and didn't strike out anybody, but he didn't give up a home run and left the game with a nine or 2.92 ERA. Then, uh, John Schreiber, he came in and pitched 1.1 innings. He did give up a hit, but he definitely did not give up an earn or run and definitely not an earned run. He didn't walk anybody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and still left the game with an 0.00 ERA. Still the bright spot in the bullpen right now. All right. Ryan uh, Brazier, he comes in and pitches an inning, gives up two hits. He does surrender a run, and that one run was earned. He walks nobody, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.00 ERA. And then or, uh, Austin or uh, Matt Barnes comes in and pitches an inning, gives up, a, gives up, doesn't give up a hit. He doesn't give up a run, and definitely not earn a run if there is anything. A run. All right. Uh, he did walk one person, struck out one person, gave up a home run, and left the game with 7.71 ERA. All right. White Sox box scores. Here we go. All right. Leading off playing shortstop was uh, Tim Anderson. He went three for five, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. And then uh, batting second and playing right and left field was uh, A.J. Pollock, the Notre Dame uh, prospect. He went one for four. One run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out twice. Then batting third and playing first base was uh, Jose Abreu, one for four. No runs. He did have an RBI, though, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting fourth and playing right field was Luis Robert, one for four. He did score a run. He did have two RBIs. He did walk once, or did, or and he walked once, and he did strike out one time. And then uh, batting fifth and playing DH was uh, Yasmani Grandal, 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs. He did walk two times, but he's also struck out two times. Yeah. All right. Of those two at-bats, they actually did count it. All right. Then uh, batting sixth and playing left field was Gavin Sheets, 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he did strike out one of those two at-bats. All right. And then uh, – all right, bat and then pinch hitting for him and playing left field. Come on, was Adam Engel? He went or one for two, no one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting seventh and playing third base was a uh, Jake Bur or Jake Berger. Man, that's a nice name, Berger. Yeah, it makes me feel. Yeah, man, it makes me feel about today having burgers and steaks. Yeah, for Mother's Day. Ha yeah, Happy Mother's Day, by the way. All right. We'll get into that in a little bit. All right, so uh, leading off and playing, uh, or then, uh, yeah, as I said, bad seven, playing third base was uh, Jake Berger. Uh, one for three, no runs, zero RBIs. He did walk once, but he also struck out one time with those three at-bats. And then uh, 
batting eighth and playing catcher was a or Reese McGuire. He went 0 for two, zero, <coughs> zero runs, one R, zero runs, one RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And then batting ninth and playing second base was a Luisa Garcia or Yuri Garcia. He went two for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Not Luis Garcia, the pitcher for the Astros. We'll also talk about him later in the season too. But yeah, when we play the Astros, all right. Then uh, offense for the White Sox, basically a double by Garcia, and then uh, a home run by Luis Robert, his fourth of the season in the further ending off of Nathan Yavaldi, one on and one out. And also they did have a stolen base too uh, for for uh, Adam Engel in the second inning. Or wait, it doesn't say when any. And then A.J. Pollock also for him too his first of the year. Right. It's for A.J. Pollock. I do like him. All right. Then pitching, here we go. Vince Velasquez came, or uh, got the start today or for this game, pitched five innings, and he also got the win. So he's now 2-2 two and two for the year. Gave up three hits, surrendered one run, and that one run was definitely earned. He walked two people, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.97 ERA. All right. All right, Matt Foster, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He did walk one person, struck out nobody, gave up no home runs, and leave, left the game with a 0.71 ERA. All right. All right, hold on. Aaron Bummer, I believe this is his name. Yeah, Aaron Bummer came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He did. He didn't. He didn't walk anybody. He did strike out one person. Gave up zero home runs and left the game with a four point ninety one year. Right. Right. Kendall Grayman, he came in and pitched uh, one or one inning. He gave up three hits. He did surrender a run, and that one run was earned. He. Didn't walk anybody. He did strike out one person, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.88 ERA. And then the fighting Aussie from Australia, Liam Hendricks. Yeah, the one person that you do not want to have mic'd up. Oh, by the way, this kind of made me pissed off about the whole weekend, too. One of the things. We could have had this guy in our bullpen. Back in, like, the offseason of 2020, 2021, we were in the hunt to get this dude to be our next closer. But we decided not to, and the White Sox ended up picking him up. And I thought, seeing this guy just basically take care of us one, two, three in the ninth inning, it just makes me feel. And also in the tenth inning of uh, yesterday's game, it just makes me feel we could have this. We could have this duel. I mean, seriously, how our bullpen's been doing these last couple of years, this guy could have been. This guy could be useful to us, but we decided not to take the risk. Whatever. All right, he uh, came in and pitched an and got the save, his eighth of the year, Liam Hendricks. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He did walk one person, he did stru- but he struck out three, gave him zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.65 ERA. Huh. Well, Liam Hendricks just knocking us, knocking, or uh, just uh, basically just shutting us down. The one person you do not want to have mic'd up, as we already said, saw in uh, last year's uh, All-Star game. God fucking damn it, fucking throw it out of <laughs> God damn it, fucking fish. <laughs> We're going to get some angry letters from old ladies. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Letters from old All right, all right. So here's the summary for the game. So nothing going on until the third inning. That's when the offense started going. 
White Sox scored first as Jose Abreu hits a sack fly into a right field to score Tim Anderson. one nothing White Sox. And then Luis Roberts basically just put this game away without Ding Dong into left field over the monster to score himself and A.J. Pollock. 3-0 White Sox lead. But the Red Sox aren't done in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jackie Bradley Jr., he keeps kind of hitting a little bit. He uh, hits a double in the center field to score. Alex Rodugo, 3-1, White Sox still lead. Then a sack fly by Reese, McGu- or, uh, Reese McGuire to basically kind of put the go-ahead or basically put the give an insurance run to the White Sox. That scores Adam Engel, 4-1, White Sox lead. But Red Sox do get another run in the bottom of the eighth. As Trevor Story, he has a sack ground out to the second base to score Jared Duran after he hits that triple to make it a 4-2 White Sox lead. That's where your final score would stand. Yeah. Where do we begin from here? Huh, I don't really know. I, maybe the reason, maybe the one thing that I'm really pissed off about this one game is the pitchers that the White Sox sent out, Vince Velasquez, do you remember him from the Phillies? This guy was having a very bad year so far. So if this was the night to get a win, this should have been the night to get a win. Especially since this guy was doing poorly. Seriously, do not. we shouldn't have made this guy look like he was Cy Young, Walter Johnson, or Sandy Koufax at, Sandy Koufax at this point. It just blows my mind how bad this offense is going. I mean, they did get some hits and stuff like that, especially early on in the first inning, but still. Seriously, we should have gotten more than just a couple of base hits and maybe a few runs. We should have been hitting ding-dongs off this guy. The very fact that we made this guy look like Cy Young, Walter Johnson, as I said, Sandy Kovacs, and maybe Nolan Ryan just makes it show, just makes me scratch my head about this offense. We should have been like, it's like we should have been doing like what that Bugs Bunny uh, gif was, basically the whole condo line. Basically, we should have been doing that to him. We should have been having a hip parade against this dude. That, but we made the guy look like he's an ace. And that's really pissed me off so much about this whole game. You had a chance to win this game because you know what? The next couple of starts against especially the Dylan C start on Saturday was not going to be pretty. So I just don't understand why our offensive size. That's the only one take away from the game. I did hear a lot of people were complaining about the Apple TV uh broadcast of that game i don't know i've watched apple tv on the late night like i don't know there there are different broadcasts for each game but still i don't know i feel like the only time i'm going to be able to watch the red sox on apple tv is probably going to be on the summer because when they're on on friday nights i'm still working i can't really turn the game on on apple tv on the computer at work because i don't know like they they probably won't allow that kind of deal it's just and we are there to work, not play. But at the same time, and that's why I use the radio broadcast so I can keep moving and working and stuff like that, but still keep up to date with the game and stuff like that. That's why I like the radio broadcast too. And also too, there are guys too. I don't know. I just don't want – but I did hear a lot of the people like Red Sox fans were complaining about the Apple TV. A lot of them were complaining because they couldn't even get the game because I don't have Apple accounts. But what the people who did have Apple accounts basically were complaining about this game and just said, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I need, like, maybe when the summer, like, I don't know. 
When's the next? I'm probably not going to look at it now, but I wonder when the next Red Sox Apple TV game is. Probably won't be for a while, won't it? I don't know. We'll have to find out later on, but yeah. All right. Probably won't now. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll go to break and then we'll talk about games too because there's a lot of frustration and fuel I really want to get out of this uh, um, next game. So, yeah. All right. So, don't go anywhere. All right. Bye. All right. We are back. Game two. Oh, boy. Game two. Just a perfect example of a missed opportunity. And once again, yeah. So heading into the ninth inning, we were up one nothing, thanks to a couple of uh, RBI doubles from Devers or an RBI double from Devers. Up one nothing, Hansel Robles comes in and he basically just gives the lead or gives the lead back to the White Sox. Well, he doesn't give the lead like back, but they do tie up the game. We go into the bottom of the ninth. We do kind of get some things going, but then Bobby Dahlbeck just couldn't get it done. Going to extras, and once again, Matt Barnes comes in and pitches. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, and he basically, you know what I mean, gives it up. Red Sox lose in extra innings, 3-1 or three and one at this point in 10 innings. They are now 10-18 and 18 at this point. Yeah. We are 0-6 in extra inning games. Let that sink in for a minute. We are 0-6 in extra inning games. This doesn't win you championships. This really doesn't win you championships. Going winless in extra innings, but whatever. I mean, hopefully it doesn't last long. Hopefully we do get a win in extra innings, but still, not great. All right, getting the Red Sox box scores. All right, leading off, playing second base was Trevor Story. 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs. He did walk one time, but he struck out two of those four bats. Yeah. All right, and then uh, – Bang set or bang second and playing third base was Rafael Devers. He went two for four, so he had a pretty good day. No runs, though. He did have an RBI. He did walk once, but he didn't strike out any time, so that's good. All right. Then batting or batting third and playing shortstop was Xander Bogarts. He went one uh, one for four. Sorry, or one for five. I had a fart there. All right. He didn't score a run, though. He didn't have an RBI. He didn't walk. Any times, and he, but he did strike out one time, and well, I, well, at least he got a hit, but still. All right, batting fourth and playing DH was a uh, JD Martinez, one for five. Also, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and the only difference is from Bogart's line score is that he has two strikeouts of those five at bats. All right, batting fifth and playing left field was Alex Rugo, zero for four. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out one of those four bats. All right. Then batting or uh, then batting six and playing center field was Kiki Hernandez. He also went 0 for 4 2. And also, the only thing he did have was a strikeout of one of those four bats. So, basically, the same as uh, Alex Drugo's line score. All right. Then batting seventh and playing right field was Jackie Bradley Jr. He went 1 for uh, or 1 for 4, so he has another hit. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out two of those four bats. Batting eighth and playing catcher was Christian Vasquez, one for free, no runs, no RBIs. He did walk one time, and he struck out zero times. Right. And then batting ninth and playing uh, first base was uh, Franchi Cordero, one for free, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. 
And then substituting for him and playing first base was a Bobby Dalback. Oh, for one. And that one at bat was a strikeout. Right. And then only offense was basically Dever, Devers doubled. And then, yeah, Vasquez doubled too. Yeah. And that was in the ninth inning too. So maybe that count could have helped the winning. Yeah. Or what would have helped the winning, but we'll also get into that in a little bit. All right. All right. Pitching. Nick Pavetta gets started pitching six innings. He does do a pretty good start in this one. He only gives up five hits, and he doesn't surrender any runs and definitely no earned runs. He didn't walk anybody. He struck out eight and gave up zero home runs and left the game, but still left the game with a 6.08 ERA. So a pretty good day from him. All right, awesome. And away, bounce back day. All right. Uh, Ryan Brazier, he comes in and pitches an inning. He does give up a hit, but he did not, not surrender, but he does not surrender a run and definitely no earned runs. He walks, nobody strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.70 year. All right. John Schreiber, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings. He does give up a hit, though, but definitely he does not give up an earned run, or does he doesn't give up a run and definitely not earned run. Walks nobody, strikes out, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with 0.00 year. Right. Matt Strom, the Metallica haircut dude, he comes in and pitches 0.1 innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He doesn't walk anybody. He doesn't strike out anybody, though. And he doesn't give up a home run. And he leaves the game with a 3.00 ERA. All right. Uh, Hanzo Robles, he comes in and pitches 0. or a 1.0 inning, or pitches an inning. And gets a blown save. His second of the year, we'll get into that, too. Gives up a hit. He does surrender a run. And that one run was earned. He walks one person, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leads the game on 2.38 ERA. Right. Uh, Matt Barnes, he comes in and pitches an inning in extra innings and also gets the loss. So he is now 0-3 right now for the season. Man, that contract's not really working out so far, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, gives up two hits, surrenders two runs, but that one of those two runs were earned because that was where the ghost runner and that run doesn't – and once again, that runner does not count – as an earned run. Um, he doesn't walk anybody, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 7.84 ERA. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. All right. White Sox box scores. Here we go. All right. Leading off and playing shortstop was Tim Anderson. He went two for four, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Then leap, and then batting second and playing left field was AJ Pollock. He went 0 for 4 or 0 for 5. One runs. He does get a run though, but he doesn't give an RBI. He doesn't walk any times. And he struck out one of those five at bats. Right. Batting third and playing first base was Jose Abreu, two for five. One run, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out one of those five at bats. Right. Batting fourth and playing center field was Luis Roberts, five for two also. But no runs. He did have an RBI, though. Zero walks. And he struck out two of those five bats. All right. Batting, batting fifth and playing catcher was uh, Yasmani Grandol. 0 for 5. No runs. No RBIs. No walks. And he struck out zero times. All right. And then batting sixth and playing DH was Gavin Sheets. 0 for 3. Zero runs. Zero RBIs. Zero walks. And he struck out once. All right. Batting and then pitch hitting for him and playing DH. Uh, crap, I forgot. It. All right, Harrison, hold on. Josh Harrison, yeah, that's what 
I was wondering if it was James or Josh. All right, it's Josh Harrison. He comes in and pitches – or uh, uh, pinch hits and DHs. He's uh, He went 0 for 2, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, 8 strikeouts, 0 times. All right. Batting – or uh, batting 7 and playing third base was uh, Jake Berger, uh, 1 for 4, 1 run, 0 RBIs, zero, 1 walk, 8 strikeouts, 3 times. All right. And then batting 8th and playing right field was uh, – Adam Engel, he went one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out three times. All right, and then batting ninth and playing second base was Yuri Garcia, two for three, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and as I said, the only offense that the White Sox had because they also were getting shut down too. <coughs> yeah, it was pretty much a pitching duel the entire game for both sides up until like most of the game. All right, so Adam Eagle uh, has a double, and then basically Abreu has a double, too. All right, here we go. All right, so Adams – all right, here we are. White Sox pitching. Dylan Cease, he comes in and pitches five innings. He gives up four hits. He does surrender a run, though, and that one run was earned. He walks three people, though, strikes out eight, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.38 ERA. All right, who's this dude? All right, let me see. Souza. All right, Bennett Souza. That sounds like a name. He comes in and pitches the netting. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walks nobody, strikes out only one, gives up two home runs, and leaves the game with a 5.5.0 ERA. Well, basically, he showed us down there. All right, then Jose Rios. Yeah, Jose Rios. He comes in and pitches the netting. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He didn't walk. He didn't. He does not walk anybody. He does not strike out anybody. Gives up zero home runs and left the game with a 2.79 ERA. All right. Ronaldo Lopez. I could be wrong in this name, but yes, I am right. Ronaldo Lopez. He comes in and pitches two innings and gets the win. So he's now 4 0 for the year. So undefeated. Gives up three hits, though, but he does not surrender a run and definitely no earned runs. Walks nobody. Strikes out only one. Gives up zero home runs and leaves the game with a 4.22 ERA. All right. All right, then Liam Hendricks, our favorite Australian that could have been a Red Sox dad, loves to curse when he uh, is mic'd up. Uh, he comes in and pitches the netting and gets the save, so his ninth save of the year, at least for that, he's a pretty good uh, closer. All right, gives up zero hits, surrenders zero runs, and definitely does not give up an earned run. Doesn't walk anybody. He doesn't strike anybody, though. Uh, gives up zero home runs and leaves the game the 3.38 year end. We could have had him, Red Sox. We could have had him, but we decided not to. I don't know. Maybe they see something on the dude that we don't really know. I don't know. All right. Here we are in the fifth inning. So basically nothing going on. But then in the bottom of the fifth inning, Rafi, Red Sox strike first as Rafael Devers. He hits a fly ball or hits a double into left field to score Franchi Cordero, make it a one nothing Red Sox lead. And then up until the ninth inning, we get into the ninth inning and – the game is tied 1-1 as basically the uh, Robles gets into trouble and gets into bigger trouble because at this point, Yuri Garcia hits a sack fly into right field deep enough to the point that Jake Berger, the runner at third, scores. Tie ball game 1-1. We go into extra innings because they try to get something. The Red Sox did try to get something going in the bottom of the ninth inning, but just 
failed to do anything afterwards with having two runners on second and third. Yep, basically with one out. So you just had to put the ball in play, and you. But we'll get to that. All right. So in the tenth inning, and I knew right from there. Once we got in the tenth inning and the extra innings, this ball game zone. This ball game is lost. And right then, that's what happened. Jose Abreu he hits a uh, double into center field to score. AJ Pollock, the ghost runner, two to one White Sox lead. And then to add for more insurance. Luis, Ro- Luis Robert hits a single in the center field to score. Jose Abreu, 3-1 to one White Sox lead. That's where your final score is stand because the Red Sox just, just did do anything in the next couple of – or uh, in the next inning, and that's basically where the ball game at. All right. So my takeaway from this game, we had it right there. We just – Hanzo Robles just only – what he only had to do – was basically go one, two, three through that inning, and basically we go home, play dirty water, and we just we avoid a sweep. Well, we are we already gave away the inning too, but you already know by then. But yeah, we could have salvaged a game in this series on Saturday, but we refused not to. And basically, the whole thing is Hansel Robles just didn't have his stuff. He basically walked one person, then basically right when he gave up that double. In basically, yeah, basically in the first, in the ten, ninth inning, I fought with like a runner on first. I fought, we're in trouble. And yeah, basically, yeah, after that, they tied the ball game. Going to the bottom, and I fought, okay, we got runners on second and third because thanks to a double by Christian Vasquez to get us in scoring position with a with runner on third and uh, or second and third. I fought, okay, and Bobby Dahlbeck coming onto the play, I fought, okay. Bob, all, all Bobby has to do is basically just put the ball in play, either with a ground out, a sack fly, especially a deep enough sack fly that the runner from third can score or whoever was on third can score. And, yeah, ball game over. Walk off win, Red Sox win. And that's why I said play dirty water. Well, he strikes out, and then after that we just go down. Yeah, and Christian Vasquez – or Vasquez – yeah, Vasquez at the double. Yeah, Vasquez hit the double. Yeah, that Trevor Story was the one who got out. Yeah, that is right. Trevor Story got out. Yeah, he's not painting out so far. We'll also get into too why um, he might be in trouble with the Boston media at this point. But we'll also talk. But we'll talk. Let's finish this up. Uh, or finish this uh, uh, recap up or uh, game two recap. All right. So anyway, so and that's where I thought we go into extra innings. I said this to my parents. We go into extra innings. This ball game's over. We're not winning this ball game, and I'm not saying this to be pessimistic. And just know, just knowing the fact, and I'm not pessimistic at all. I mean, I do realize, yeah, there are people that are pessimistic that just need to shut up, goddamn. But I, this is kind of the realist in me, kind of saying, you know what? We haven't won a game in extra range so far. We're 0 and 5 at this point. We're probably going to be 0 for 0 for 6. I just and no, and then once again, Matt Barnes. Comes in, they put him in in that inning. I thought, yep. Knowing Matt Barnes and how he's been struggling of lately, I thought we're definitely losing this ball game. And that's basically what happened. We definitely lost that ball game after that. After Barnes basically came in and basically just gave up two runs after that, but maybe there is a chance 
then we might come back and score two. But knowing this offense, there's no chance of knowing Liam Hendricks came in and basically just shut us down again. That's why I'm saying, Red Sox, you missed out on this guy. Seriously. I just And just knowing the fiery, fiery annex of this dude, I thought this could have been a great dude to have pitching, like closing out the game. Just having him get excited and just hearing Dirty War being played in the background, it just it would have felt right. And knowing the guy's a pretty good closer, uh, he has had his struggles or had his like moments last year and this year too. But still, that's the guy I would want to get. I would give the ball to the pitch in the ninth inning as my closer, Liam Hendricks. Just a missed opportunity in this game, especially in the ninth inning. All Hanzo Robles had to do was just pitch one, two, three innings, and we get out of that game. And even if he did tie that ball game up or give up the lead and the game went into the bottom of the ninth, all, going back to Bobby Dalbeck, all he had to do was basically put that ball in play and we walked it off. And that would have been a fun Saturday. But once again, missed opportunities. What are you going to do? And that's where uh, basically Dennis Eckersley, that's where I saw a tweet from. It was Boston Strong uh, Twitter. I was still like Boston Strong uh, underscore 34. So she, or I'm not even sure if it's a she or he that tweets this, but this person tweeted, this page tweet is basically a quote from Eckersley's because I wasn't able to listen to or uh, uh, watch the Nessa broadcast mainly for the fact that, hey, A, I live here in Illinois. So basically all the games like White Sox, Cubs, and Cardinals games are all blacked out, which means basically, yeah, I have to like basically listen to uh, White Sox Cubs and Cardinals broadcast, which we probably are going to have to listen to their broadcast this year because we are playing all three of those teams this year. So, yeah, yeah, lovely. So, yeah, I had to listen to their broadcast. Well, maybe the Cubs one weren't because they got that new marquee network TV and that not a lot of people have that television network, which sucks. That's stupid, but whatever. Yeah, maybe it's because it's new. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so – so I had to listen to the White Sox broadcast, which was brutal. Be brutal, but I would have to put up with it just for the fact that I just want to. I was at my parents' house. I didn't want to get like get angry and then have dad scold me about the whole thing. But whatever, it just sucked. And good lord, why, why, why does he? Why does he? Why do the Red Sox do these things to us? I don't know. All right, we'll go to the break and then come back and wrap it up with game three. Then do stuff like our minor league uh, update, college baseball update, uh, MLB standings, and uh, Red Sox stat leaders, and then fantasy, and then do the series look ahead for the Braves series. All right, so don't go anywhere, folks. Bye. All right, we are back to wrap up the recap. All right, game three or game three. Today, which is today, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to the moms, especially my mother, a saint, and basically a great woman who basically took care of me, all three of my other siblings, and was basically a great wife to my father and great mother to all of us. So, and also a great grandmother to my three nephews. So, yeah. So, shout out to my mom. Yeah. Thank you so much for what you did. All right. But it wasn't a great day for the Red Sox. Once again. 
I mean, at this point, I was just saying, just, just get this game over with because today was an early morning game because the game was supposed was supposed to be on Peacock. Which, by the way, this is a new thing that the MLB is also doing to do uh, basically do another streaming search or do another uh, game of the week uh, thing to reach out to more fans, especially more international fans. They decided to have this game at around 10.30 in the morning. So, yeah, so this is kind of a thing they're going to do. For Well, here's the thing. They had the game on NBC and also Peacock, too, but um, moving forward, it's going, going to be on Peacock and looking at the schedule moving forward. The Red Sox don't have another game for a while. So maybe, maybe not for this year. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll find that out. But now, so, yeah, so at this point, Point. I didn't really care at this point. Just get this game over with. And that might be the good thing about maybe game play be played this early. Just get and how hard how bad the season's going so far. Maybe having a game this early wouldn't be bad. Just get it done and over with, kind of deal. Yeah. And basically that's what they did. I mean, at this point, I didn't really care. Just get it done and over with. Since the game started early, just get it done. And basically, yeah. But the Red Sox ended up losing this game. They did kind of make a little bit of a rally in the sixth inning, but it was to no avail. Red Sox ended up losing this game 3-2. to two. They fall to 10-19 and 19 at this point. Yeah. Let's get into the box scores. Let's get this done and over with. All right. So, Kike's back. So, Kike's – oh, yeah, I did say that. I forgot to mention that. Kike did come back, as I said, Saturday after uh, – the whole COVID like testing positive. Um, so Jared Duran is back in Worcester. So he, so Kike's back and he was back today too. So he, and he led off and played off center field. Went 0 for free though. Zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. And then batting, oh man, batting second and playing second base was Trevor Story. He went 0 for four again. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks. And he struck out three of those four at bats. Story, story. I love you, buddy, but at the same time, get it together. All right. Batting third and playing third base was uh, Rafael Devers. He went three for four, so he had a pretty good day, uh, at least for that. He did score a run, though. Zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting uh, fourth and playing shortstop was Xander uh, Bogarts. Also had a pretty good day, two for four. Uh, did score a run, though. No RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, batting fifth and playing DH was uh, J.D. Martinez. He went one for four. No runs. He did have an RBI, though. Zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Then pitch running for him was Franji Cordero, but he did not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line or a score line. All right. <sighs> or stat line, I should have said that. All right, batting uh, six and playing catcher was uh, Christian Vasquez, one for four. No runs. He did have an RBI, though. Zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting seventh and playing left field was Alex Verdugo. One for four. No runs. Zero RBI. Zero walks, and he struck out once. And then uh, batting eighth and playing first base was Bobby Dahlbeck. 0 for two. And I should just tell you this now. All two of those bats were strikeouts. So, yeah. So, yeah. All punchies. Punchies. And then pinch hitting for him and playing uh, right field. Yeah, right field was uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Or maybe center field. I don't know. I, I really can't tell. You know what? 
I just said that. So pinch hitting for him in that spot was uh, Jackie Brown Jr. over one, and that one at bat was a strikeout. All right. Then pinch hitting for him and playing catch or a pinch hit for him was Kevin Puecki. He went 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and struck out zero times. All right. And then batting ninth and playing right field and second base was Christian Arroyo, one for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. All right, so back, and then uh, the only thing was going was uh, Christian Royo's double, and then a double by JD Martinez. All right, and well, we did try to steal a base, Verdugo did, but he got caught stealing. All right, so yeah, all right. So pitching, I do want to make one news. Um, apparently, um, well, Michael Walker did leave the game or was scratched from today's. He was supposed to make the start today, which kind of could have helped the Red Sox in a way or at least helped us in a way to keep us in it. But anyway, he was supposed to start today, but apparently he was scratched from the start because of a left intercostal irritation. So he is now being put on the 15-day IL, and he might miss some time now. So – and just when he was doing real good, too. Seriously, that was the real, real bright spot of this whole season. And now he's going down with an injury like that. That's not great. Well, hopefully he gets better soon and hopefully gets back soon. But still, this is a real hit for the Red Sox, especially in their starting rotation. All right. But in his place was Tanner Houck, the Collinsville, Illinois native. He came in or got the star. He pitched 2.2 innings and also got the law. So he is now two for free. Uh, yeah, he gave up four hits, surrendered three runs, and all three of those runs were earned. Didn't walk anybody, he only struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game in the 5.78, right? Yeah, all right. Uh, here, Kazu Salamora, he comes in and pitches 1.1 innings. Uh, no hits, no runs, no earned runs, so pretty good. He didn't walk anybody, he only struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game in the 3.68, right? All right, Tyler Danish, he comes in and Excuse me. All right. Comes in and pitches an inning. Gives up two hits. Surrenders zero runs, though. And definitely no and definitely no earned runs. He didn't walk anybody, so that's good. Uh struck out nobody. Gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 3.18 ERA. Austin Davis, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He didn't walk anybody. He only struck out one, gave him zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.70 ERA. All right. Hansel Robles, he comes in and pitches an inning, and different line score than was last night. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Didn't walk anybody, though. Struck out nobody, gave him zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.19 ERA. All right. Jake Diekman, he comes in and pitches an inning and does better than he did on uh, Wednesday night. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He did walk one person, though, but he struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.72 ERA. Right, Matt Strom, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He uh, didn't walk anybody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.70 ERA. All right. So White Sox box scores, here we go. All right, leading off and playing right field and left field was a – uh, Yuri Garcia, he went one for four, no runs, zero RBI, or no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, 
Batting uh, second and playing center field was uh, Luis, or Luis Roberts. He went one for four. Did score a run, though. No RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting third and playing DH was uh, Jose Abreu. One for four, zero runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Right. Batting, uh, batting fourth and playing first base was Yasmani Grandol. Two for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. Then batting fifth and playing left field was Gavin Sheets. 0 for 2, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out one of those two at-bats. Right, pitching for him and playing right field was uh, Adam Eagle. 0 for 1, and that one at-bat was a strikeout. All right, batting sixth and playing third base was Jake Berger. He went 0 for 3 or 0 for 4. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out three of those four bats. All right. Batting seventh and playing catcher was Reese McGuire. He went one for four. Did score a run, though. Zero RBIs, one walk, or zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting, uh, all right. Batting eighth and playing second base was Josh Harrison. He went 0 for two. One run, zero. He did score a run, though, but no RBIs, no walks. He struck out zero times. All right. Then uh, batting ninth and playing uh, shortstop was Danny Mendick, but I could be wrong. I believe it is Danny Mendick. Come on. Yeah, Danny Mendick. All right. He came in, or uh, he uh, played shortstop in bad ninth. He went 0-3, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks. And he struck out two of those three at-bats. All right. And as I said, the only offense was basically uh, was basically a double. Said R- well, I should have mentioned RBIs too, all right? And then a stolen base was wow, my Ros- Yasmani Grand. Oh wow, first of the year. That was like in the eighth inning, I think. Oh wow, that was okay. All right, I didn't feel like he. Well, I I could see that being deceiving too, being a catcher. Like yeah, but okay. I actually played first base, but he's primarily a catcher. All right. White Sox pitching. Here we go. All right. Batting or uh, getting the start for this game was Dallas Keuchel. He went to uh, six or pitched six innings and got the win. So he's now two for or two and three. Gave up eight hits, though. He did surrender two runs, and all two of them were earned. He walked only one person, struck out five, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.86 ERA. All right. All right, Ryan Burr, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He didn't walk anybody, struck out one, gave him zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.00 ERA. All right, Matt Foster, he came in and pitched an inning. Zero hit, or no hits, no runs, no earned runs. He didn't walk anybody, he struck out three, so he basically struck out the side at this point. Uh, gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 0.66 ERA. Jose Rios, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings. Gives up only a hit, but he does not surrender a run and definitely no earned runs. He didn't walk anybody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.61 ERA. All right. All right, and this dude with the weird name that sounds very weird, Bennett Souza comes in and pitches 0.1 innings and basically gets a save too, so his first save of the year. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Didn't walk anybody, struck out nobody, gave him zero home runs, and let the game with a 4.82 ERA. Yeah. All right. 
summary. Here we go. Let's get this over with. All right. Top, so basically no offense going like so no scoring up until basically the top of the third inning, and that's where the White Sox struck first. Um Yuri Garcia, he singles into a basically singles uh by uh or to uh Rafael Devers, but uh he basically has an well actually it was a let me rephrase that. He that was an infield single by the or Yuri Garcia that scores Reese McGuire make it a one nothing White Sox lead then three nothing White Sox as basically Jose Abreu he doubles in the left field to score Harrison and Robert yeah pretty much that but then the top of the bottom of the sixth inning what Red Sox do get on the board uh JD Martinez he basically uh hits a sack round out two Dallas Keuchel that scores Rafael Devers to make it three to one Red Sox or three to one White Sox then three to two White Sox as basically the Red Sox inch closer to one run as Christian Vasquez he singles in the left field to score Sandra Bogarts. But that well, that's where the final score would stand. Nothing else going on after that. Red Sox lose this one and get swept by a struggling White Sox team. This off day tomorrow cannot come any sooner. Yeah. Seriously, the Red Sox cannot harm me tomorrow. They could harm me Tuesday, but they cannot harm me tomorrow. Yeah. Damn it. That's what I mean. That's why I was kind of happy that this game, and I didn't really care at this point, this game was getting played at like around 10.30 in the morning. Just get it done and over with. Just If the Red Sox were basically a person, and I've heard this on the Jared Carapet pop podcast his new podcast he does the draft games now his red sox podcast and he was saying too and some of the other hosts too like tyler pat and basically uh jake and uh pete basically were saying if the red sox were a person they came into your living room kind of deal they would do nothing but basically kick you in the balls and this is basically what this team is doing to me they are coming into my living room into my house my living room and saying hey tom are you excited about this 2021 or a 2022 season? Yeah. Well, guess what? Poof! Oh! <laughs> well, there goes any chance of Declan, Sersha, um, David, Brady, Garnett, Chara. These are names I'm giving to my kids. And Tommy Jr. of being born because they basically, yeah. Sorry, we basically just, yeah. But still, th- this is how this Red Sox team is doing to me. They're just... Doing nothing but punching me or punching me in the face, kicking me, and basically just making it so this night nights like these and days like these are just gonna be miserable. They're gonna be miserable. What did we feel about Dan Shaughnessy saying that Trevor Story basically just like basically ignore the media and stuff like that? I don't know what to feel about that. One part of me is thinking that you know what. This is Dan Shaughnessy. This is Dan Shaughnessy. The guy does nothing but shit on the Red Sox every freaking day. Even though he covers the team for the for the globe, it just makes no sense whatsoever. And why he does these things. And this is the same dude who didn't put David Ortiz on the Hall of Fame ballot, on his Hall of Fame ballot. Or any other Red Sox player on the in his Hall of Fame ballot. Guess who he put on his Hall of Fame ballot? Jeff Kidd. <laughs> He 
didn't even give a reason why he put Jeff Kent on. He just put Jeff Kent on because, you know what, I'm a sports writer and I'm also an asshole too. <laughs> That's why I'm kind of thinking this might be a little fishy, this whole Trevor Story thing. I mean, if it is true, shame on Trevor Story. You can't do that here in Boston. You will get chased out of town by, if you do that. Please don't do that story. I love you, I love you too much to see you do something like this. Please don't do that ever again if that's true term story. But still, yeah, even David Ortiz said that. And this is going back to Dan Shaughnessy, by the way. Yeah, David Ortiz said, yeah, we all know he's an asshole. So I'm kind of thinking that maybe this is kind of bullshit too, but whatever. Seriously, Dan Shaughnessy knows more about sports than I fucking do. Seriously. Why is that idiot still there? Why is he still there? Seriously, I can't believe I spent like money on his book about the Celtics. I don't know. Maybe it sounds like a good book, but still, I mean, seriously, I just don't like Dan Shaughnessy. I really don't. And there are a lot of Red Sox fans, too. Heck, the guy said that, you know, when the Red Sox had their COVID scare back in, uh, um, uh, back in like, uh, yeah, last year, he said basically they deserved getting the COVID scare and basically losing and stuff like that. And like that actually got him in a lot of trouble, too. Why does he, that's why did he say that? It's beyond me. Whatever, whatever. <sighs> Seriously, that just pissed me off. I mean, and going back to Trevor's, as I said before, if Trevor's story is actually is doing stuff like this, shame on him. You can't get away with that, especially in Boston. You can't duck and hide that. I'm, and if, he, if that is true, then I won't defend Trevor's story on that. Seriously, be better. Seriously, you will get chased out of town if you do that. Trevor Story. This isn't Colorado anymore. This is Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, this is a different jungle here. All right. Let's get into the minor league box scores. Yeah. Let's just, just try to wrap this week up and just move on. Let's just move on and get ready for the off day tomorrow where the Red Sox cannot do stuff like punch me in the face and make my day miserable. <laughs> or punch me in the other place too that's below me we won't talk try not to talk about but you know what i mean yeah basically kick me in the gonads yes all right so let's see last time we, we didn't talk about thursday's scores because they were still in progress and i just at this point i based i came home from uh working the day shift and i just thought you know what i'm really tired at this point i just want to get and I was also irritated too about the Angel series too. So I just, you know what? Let's just talk about the Thursday scores when we do this episode. All right. So Thursday. A lot of double headers today, especially from come on. Wrong. Yeah, this is only all right. Organization Red Sox. All right. So we had a couple of double headers from the Wu Sox and uh Portland Sea Dogs because their games uh on or Tuesday and Wednesday got rained out, so they have to make them up. All right, the Woo Sox, here we go. So they played the first game of a doubleheader on Thursday, won that game 5-4, to four, the game one, and uh, Tyne Batone, he had a pretty good day. Uh, Jared Duran had a uh, home run that game, so he is now uh, his second home run of the year. And then uh, Caleb Ort got the save as third of the year, so pretty good, pretty good. Awesome. All right, and then uh, game two, however, was not favorable for the Reds uh, Woo Sox as they lose this game 2-1 to one to the Toledo Mudhens. 
So the Wu Sox are now 15 and 12 at this point. So yeah, Harbalid did not have a good start in this game. He is now 0-2 with a 9.0 ERA. So not great. That's not going to get you done. All right. So that's it. So yeah. And then Portland, they played against the Reading, or uh, the Reading of uh, Fighting Phils. They won the first game of this doubleheader five to one. Yeah, so basically, yeah, Walter or Walter, he had a pretty good start, so he is now one and zero with a zero point ninety three or your hey, was this start? I don't know. So he gets the win. Actually, he gets the win. I should probably just say that. Um, also, a pretty good day for game two. So the Red Sox win this game three to one. Brian Bello, he throws a no hitter for the Sea Dogs. Yeah, so he basically and gets the win too. So he is now three and two so far. So pretty good for our Red Sox top pitching prospect. Awesome, pretty good. The one point ninety five ERA, awesome. And then a home run by Hudson Potts, his fourth of the year. All right. Then the Greenville Drive, they had their game. Oh yeah, uh, Sea Dogs at this point now thirteen and eleven. So pretty good. All right. All right. Then the Greenville Drive, they had a game against the Rome Braves, which is the Atlanta Braves' uh, high A team who we will see, well, not the Rome Braves, but the Atlanta Braves um, net, or, uh, next series. All right, so the this uh, so the Greenville Drive, they win this game 7-4, so they are now 10-14 at this point. All right, pretty good. Uh, Perdron Art, or Artelis, he gets the win, so he's now 2-2 two two for this year with a, uh, with a 6.84 ERA. Scroggins, he gets to save his first of the year. And then home runs from Northcutt. Uh, Steven Scott, Rafelia, and Matthew Lugo basically yeah, keep the offense going. So pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. Then the Salem Red Sox, however, they do lose to the Myrtle Beach Pelicans 2-1. to one. Um, They are now 11-13 at this point. Stock just couldn't get or got the loss for the Sox as he is 1-1 one one for the year with a 3.0 ERA. And then basically just the only home run was from Lopez. His second of the year. Ooh, yeah, I spit, spit down my phone. All right. So that's it. That's Thursday's Friday scores. Here we go. All right. So Worcester, they do, however, lose this game to the Mud Hens, 6-2. So they are now 15-13 and 13 at this point. Keller, he gets the loss, so he's now 0-2 for the year with a 5.13 or 5.12 ERA. And then basically, as I said, only home run was basically uh, Ryan Fitzgerald or Fitzy. His seventh of the year. Yeah. And then uh, Portland, they did play against the Reading uh, Fighting Phils, as I said. Uh, Friday's game, and then lost that one, 5-3. So they are now 13-12 at this point. Uh, Jake Room, he does not have a good start. He is now 1-1 one one for the year with a 4.82 ERA. So not great at all. At all had, had, Hadlock State or Hadlock Field. Greenville Drive, they do win this one against the Rome Braves, eight to seven. So pretty good, pretty good. Or Katakowski, or Katakowski, got the win, so he's now one and zero for the year with a four point seventy six ERA. Uh, Fernandez gets the uh, save for the team, so it's third of the year. And then basically home runs by uh, uh, Jack Scroggins. And uh, Nordcutt basically give the team their win. So basically, yeah, Grog has basically had two home runs in the game, his second and third of the year. So pretty good, awesome. All right, and then yeah, Nordcutt has eleventh home run of the year. And then the Salem Red Sox game got postponed 
because of rain, so they did not play on Friday. Saturday, here we go. So uh, Worcester, they played against uh, the Mudheads again, lost this game 5-3. Uh, Feldman just didn't have – or Feldman got the loss, so he is now 0-2 for the year with a 6 point for the ERA. He is falling off a little bit. Yeah, don't, don't defer Bush. <laughs> Remember Section 10? Yeah, they basically called it that. All right. Uh, then uh, the then Portland, they played against uh, Redding again, lost this game 6-4. to four. Uh, Or Poletti, he basically got the loss for the Sea Dogs. He's 0-1 for the year with a 1.69 ERA. So not great at all. All right. And then Greenville, they won this game. They are now uh, five, or they won this game five to one. They are now twelve and fourteen right now. For for John, he got the win, so he's two and zero for the year with a three point forty six ERA. And then Northcutt, he bought, basically got his twelve home run of the year, so he keeps on rolling. Uh, so yeah, pretty good. And then Salem, they lose again to the Myrtle Beach Pelicans nine to six. Jackson gets the loss, so he's zero and three, so with a seven point eighty ERA, and then basically. Only a home run by a, a, or by a Meccano, his third of the year. So, yeah, not great at all for the Salem Red Sox. And then today, on Mother's Day week, or on Mother's Day, uh, Worcester, they played against the Toledo Mudheads, lose this game 7-2. to They are now 15-15 and at this point. Uh, Martinez, yeah, we recently just picked up Carlos Martinez on a minor league deal, so he gets a start today. Um, he does lose this game. He's 0-1 with a 60, 67.50 ERA. Ugh. Yuck. Not great. And then, but, and all, but the run, one bright spot of this game, Fitzy and Casas, they basically get home runs in this game. Fitzgerald's uh, eighth of the year, and uh, Casas is sixth home run of the year. Yeah. All right. At least for that. All right. Uh, Portland, they played against the Reading, uh, or Reading Fighting Phils, lose this game seven to four. They are now thirteen and fourteen at this point. Uh, Santos gets the loss, so he's now three or two and three for the year with a four point thirty six ERA. Then Cott, Christian Koss, he gets his third homer of the year for the Sea Dogs. So yeah, at least for that. All right. Then uh, Greenville, they played against uh, Rome again. They wrapped up the series there. Won the game ten to three, so pretty good. Uh, Durhan he basically gets the win, so he's now two and two for the year, so pretty good. Four with a four point forty five ERA, and then uh, home runs by uh, Nick York and Ario. So basically, York's second, so basically with their second home runs of the year, so pretty good, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so Greenville is thirteen and twelve or thirteen and fourteen at this point, so pretty good. Uh, and then Salem, hold on. Yeah, all right. So uh so Salem had a doubleheader to make up the game that was lost on Friday. Uh first game, however, was a loss to uh Myrtle Beach, eight to three. Incarnacion, he keeps on uh basically skinny. He is one and three at this point with a six point ten ERA. Uh so not great at all. And then basically, so yeah, that's it for game one. Then game two, a five to three win for the Salem uh, Red Sox as they are now twelve and fifteen at this point. So pretty good. Um, Ur- Urbanstein he gets the win, so he's now two and zero right now with a two point forty seven forty five ERA. And then Webb gets the save his first of the year, 
Lopez gets another home run for the Salem Red Sox. He is now three with three home runs so far. So pretty good. Pretty good. <clears throat> All right, let's wrap it up with the because we're running out of time in this uh recording segment. All right. So let's see. So Worcester on Tuesday will play against uh the Rochester Red Wings at home at uh 645 Eastern Time, 645 or 545 my time. And then Portland will play against uh the Hartford Yard Goats, and that will be in at the Dunkin' Donuts uh, Park, seven or six oh five or seven oh five Eastern Time, six oh five my time, um, and then Greenville will play against Asheville, six thirty five uh, my time or six thirty five Eastern Time, five thirty five my time, and then uh, ten forty five or uh, and then uh, Salem will play against uh, De, or uh, De, Del Marva Shorehand or. Shorebirds. So yeah, so they'll play that game at 10:45 my time or 10:05 my time a.m. and then 11:05 Eastern time. All right, let's go to break. All right, we are back then. We will start with our college baseball segment. All right. So Wright State, they, uh, let's see, they played on Friday last time they or well they started the weekend played on Friday against Oakland. Uh, so in Oakland, Minnesota, so as an Oakland, Rochester, or uh, uh, or Rochester, uh, Michigan. Sorry, Oakland, Michigan. All right. So uh, so they played a doubleheader against another conference opponent. They lost the first game five to four, and then lost the second game six to four. So not great at all. Yeah, and then uh, then they played today on Mother's Day against Youngstown State at Youngstown, Ohio. Won the first game. Three to one and won the second game nine to six. And then next time they will play is on Wednesday against Michigan in Ann Arbor. All right. We got a little bit left of the season so far. Just a couple more weeks. Then we'll be conference tournament time and playoff time. Yeah. But next game will be on uh Wednesday against Michigan. The old Wolverines. And right now, um Wright State is now twenty three and twenty one with uh and sixteen and six in conference. Let's go over rankings right now. All right, D1 rankings. So currently right now, come on, load. Excuse me. All right. So currently the current ranking as of now, they so they are not ranked. I don't think Wright State is ranked. Yeah, they are not ranked, which is obvious and kind of. Yeah, figures. But currently the number one ranked team in land, according to D1 Baseball, is Tennessee. So they just keep on rolling. So they are now 42-6 and six at this point. So pretty good, pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. The old Phobes. Man, Tennessee just keeps on rolling. Pretty good teams right now. All right. That's it for D1. Um, Division two NCAA are Central Missouri Mules. They are 39-6 and six at this point and 30-3 and three in conference play. See, and they just started conference play or conference tournament play this weekend. They uh, took the – or so they basically uh, had a best-of-three series against uh, Emporia State in the opening round of the MA or MIA uh, baseball tournament. Won the first game, game once, two to one, and then – Wrapped up the series with a 15 to set 15 to 5 7 inning win. So pretty good. So they move on to the semifinal rounds. 
and they will face against uh, Washburn on Thursday, this coming Thursday, in yeah, so in Oklahoma, or so basically in Edmond, Oklahoma, and Will or Weldon Simmons Field, twelve at noon Central Time. Yeah, so we're getting close to the end of the season. All right, so currently right now, I don't know what. Let's see. I don't think they might have updated the division. All right, division two. Here we are. Wait, oh, oh crap. That wasn't what I wanted. All right. Here we are. All right, D2 standings. They might not have updated D2 standings right now. All right. Come on. All right, yeah, yeah, here we are. So they did. Um, so currently, right now, Central Missouri is uh, ranked number four in the land, and currently, right now, they are currently right now the number one ranked team in the land is Wingate. They are uh, forty-five and seven still, so they still keep holding on to the number one uh, seed in the land or number one ranking, the defending national champs. Right, so that's it for Division Two, Division uh, Three. So UMass Boston, they are twenty-four and fifteen right now, and eleven and five in conference play. So they just wrapped up the regular season this week on Friday. They played a doubleheader against Eastern Connecticut State, lost the first game fourteen to seven, and then lost the second game six to one. So that's Puts an end, puts a bow on the regular season, and now it is on to conference play, the Little East uh, Conference Tournament, which starts on Wednesday at seven o'clock. Game first game against the University of Southern Maine, and basically, yeah, so they're kind of coming to the tail end of the season. All right, so that's it for UMass Boston, and then uh, Augustana. Augustana, huh? Maybe their season came to an end too. I don't know. We'll have to look this up. All right, all right. You wouldn't think they would. Their season will have came to an end. I don't know. Maybe it did. All right. Okay. So, well, maybe they might have not announced the. All right. So they are now twenty nine ten at this point, and eleven and seven right now. They just wrapped up the regular season. All right. So with games on Friday against Carthage or against Carthage in Kenosha, Wisconsin, they won that game 13 to nothing. And then Saturday they had a doubleheader against Wheaton in Wheaton, Illinois, or Carroll Streams, Illinois. Lost the first game eight to five, and then won the second game nine to two. That puts an end to the regular season. So conference play, I'm not sure when that will happen. I don't think they have announced a conference bracket right now. Could be wrong. All right. Don't think they did. Well, let's go to baseball. Check that out. They might have. I don't think they did. No, I think. No, no. Yeah. All right. Don't think they did. Because they wouldn't have now. Here we are. Conference tournament. All right. 
So it starts net or starts era. So yeah, so basically Yeah. All right. So basically yeah, the number one seed right now. So the, yeah, they will I mean so it's basically the top five seeds. You would think uh, Augustana would be at that, be one of those five top seeds, but I could be wrong with that. All right, conference standings. Maybe we can see what conference standings look like. No, these are just stats. These are just stats. I don't want stats. I want standings. Give me standings. So, yeah, they would be. Yeah, they would be. Yeah, so they would play. All right, so number two versus, yeah, so number five. So, yeah, so they would have to face Wheaton in the conference tournament. That's my guess. So, yeah, so Wheaton, yeah, so, yeah, Wednesday. All right. So, and then Division Three rankings. Here we are. Let's get into that real quick. Sorry, we should have been on a little bit on top of this. I just figured that. All right. All right, so Division Three rankings. Top 25. So, I don't think, oh, uh, yeah, so UMass Boston and Augustana are definitely not on this ranking. Not that I'm seeing. I think they basically got kicked out for being, yeah, for kind of falling short a little bit too. All right, so currently right now the number one, number one ranked team in the land right now still is Marietta. Um, they are 35 and uh, free. Oh, I want to check something real quick. I want to see where Marietta's at. What the heck is that? Uh, all right, locate. Oh, it's in Ohio. Never mind. I was telling people at dinner tonight that it was in Georgia. No, it's in Ohio. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> no, it's actually Marietta. Mar Marietta is in Ohio. Oh, kind of close to her home. All right, for my coach's daughter. Yes, yeah. my ex coach's daughter. Yeah, that's where she's going. All right. Uh, so, all right, so, yeah, all right, moving on to Tennessee Wesleyan. So, they started uh, Appalachian Athletic Conference play or conference tournament play this weekend. They played against, uh, did they yeah, start? Yeah, oh, actually, they continued. Yeah, actually, they continued because, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so they played. They got games rained out this weekend. Then they played today against Milligan University. Uh, won another game and then won that game five to four. Not sure is that the championship game. I think that's just game one of the championship game. But I could be wrong. I'm not really sure. We're not really getting update so far. Maybe we can just look. All right, Appalachian. Yeah, here we are. Sorry. Yeah, this kind of turned out to be a fun little segment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Spaceball. All right. 
right, so all right, talent. I am. So they probably won't play again until. So yeah, so the championship game is Monday, I believe, or tomorrow. I think it's between. Uh, basically, Tennessee Wesleyan and basically uh, either Bryant or Reinhardt. It's just confusing. This is a very confusing process. What it. Right, yeah, as I said, all right, all right. So it is Tennessee was against Bryant. That will be the championship game tomorrow at 1 p.m., which is 12 my time because this is East Coast time, I think. Yeah. All right, so decide who is going to go to the NAIA uh, tournament. All right. Who's going to get an automatic bid in this game? It's Tennessee Wesleyan. All right. So let's go to NAIA rankings. They might not – because NAIA is – where with the rankings and stuff like that, so we might not have rankings this uh, episode. All right. Yeah, no rankings until this week, and that will be the final one until... Yeah, all right, so never mind. All right. Never mind, folks. Sorry. All right, so Florida Southwestern, they, uh... So they are now 41 and 17 at this point, and, uh... Or 41 and 16 at this point, and... 24 and 4 in conference play. Um, but sadly, their season did come to an end in the uh, South Atlantic District Tournament. And this would have gave them a chance to go to the uh, Juco Division 3 or Juco Division 1 World Series. So so basically, they uh, played the first game, won that 7 and 1. So they just needed one more win and they would have gone on to the World Series. Against Indian River, they uh, lost the second game against Indian River College or Indian River State, four to three. And then today, or well, actually, it was supposed to have been played yesterday, but rain kind of shortened it, so it was resumed today. Lost the game four to three. Season's over. Yep. So they will not win a national championship this year. Yeah, not great. Sorry, Buckos. Which is kind of true because they are called the Buccaneers. That's kind of funny. Buckos. <laughs> All right. Man, that stinks. So there goes another team. And here comes another team that basically ended their season this week. So Tyler Junior College. So they did start a region play today or region 14 play today or this week. Uh, Friday, they play against San Chico College. Won the first, won that game five three, and then they played against Wharton County Junior College. Won that game, or man, lost that game seven one. Then they played an elimination game the following set, following day on Saturday against San Jinko College, and lost that game in eight innings nine to one, which basically ended their season. So they finished the year thirty five and twenty three, and twenty three and thirteen in conference play. That stinks. All right. And Harlan did not play this weekend because they just took the week off. So, yeah. 
But that is it for college baseball segment. Should we go over? Yeah, yeah we'll probably wait for that. We'll probably make wait. I don't know. Oh, we we'll maybe we might do. We won't do rankings anymore. Probably wait until the end of the year and the college baseball segment. Do that or end of the college baseball season. Yeah, I should say that college baseball season. All right. Let's go over standings and Red Sox stats, and we'll go to break and then wrap it up with uh, fantasy and um, fancy and uh, crap. I was gonna say something. Fancy and um, serious look ahead. All right. All right. Hold on. I want to do something real quick. All right. Speaking of fancy, I gotta do my uh, uh football fancy for ESPN. All right. Here, come on. Hold on. Before we do the who's drafting tonight. All right. Sorry, folks. I said we were going to do standings and rankings, but I was wrong. All right. Hold on. Try to do something real quick. Here we are. All right. So here we are going to standings. And we will. Yeah, sorry, folks. I know I'm, this is getting late for us, too. All right. So here we are. So so in the American League, e, or so in the American League, in the East Division, it's basically the Yankees leading the division right now with a 19 and 8 record. Uh, behind them in second place are the Tampa Bay Rays with an 18 and 11 record. Behind them in third are the 17 and 13, uh, 17 and 13 Blue Jays. Behind them in fourth place are the Baltimore Orioles with 11 and 17 record. And in dead last place, 10 games back are your Boston Red Sox with a 10 and 19 record. 19 record. Yeah. All right, in the Central Division, leading the pack right now is the Minnesota Twins, surprisingly, with an 18 and 11 record. All right, in second place is the Chicago White Sox, who we just saw this weekend with a 14 and 13 record. In third place are the Cleveland Guardians with a 14 and 14 record. In, in fourth place are the Kansas City Royals with a 19 and 16 record. And in dead last place are the Detroit Tigers with an 8 and 19 record. And I believe the worst team in the American League right now. Best team in baseball right now is, yeah, as I said, still, well, actually, yeah, yeah, it is the Yankees. Uh, Mets do have more wins than the Yankees, but yeah, we'll give us that. All right. In the AL West, uh, leading the division right now is the LA Angels. With a 19 and 11 record. In second place are the Houston Astros with an 18 and 11 record. In third place are the Seattle Mariners with a 13 and 16 record. In fourth place are the Texas Rangers with an 11 and 15 record. And in dead last place are the Oakland Athletics with a 10 and or 10 and 18 record. 
So my sister was telling me, uh, uh, so Fox found out that the A's were doing bad. And he says, why are my A's doing so bad? Well, Fox, maybe it's because your owners don't really care about the team. And you, their owner and management basically sold off all your good players. And now you're dealing with, like, crappy players. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't talk to. I mean, we're in the Red Sox are in the same position, too. Except we're, like, one boss worse than they are. Basically, don't worry, Fox. We'll just be in the last place party. Just in the loser party. All right. So that's it for the American League. In the National League right now. New York Mets are leading the division in the leading the AL East or NL East with a 20 and 10 record. I did kind of say the Mets did have more wins than the Yankees, but they do have more losses, so they're not the best team in baseball. They are the best team in the National League right now. Um, I think, yeah, because they have more wins. All right, so that doesn't make sense. Or well, they're the best team in the National League right now um, because. Yeah, all right. All right, so, yeah, the Mets are leading the division with a 20-10 and 10 record. The Atlanta Braves are uh, it's the defending World Series champion, Atlanta Braves, and the Red Sox next opponent um, are in second place with a 14-16 uh, and 16 record. Um, the Miami Marlins are in third place with a 13-15 record. In fourth place are the Philadelphia Phillies with a 12-16 and 16 record. And in dead last place are the Washington Nationals with a 10 and 20 record. Yeah, they're about their owners about to sell the team. Yeah, that's pretty that's that is sad. They're really sad. They came from being World Series champions three years ago to now they're one of the worst teams in baseball, and basically their owners about to sell the team. Yeah, or thinking about it. All right. In the National League Central, uh, leading the pack is the Milwaukee Brewers with a 19 and 10 record. In second place are the St. Louis Cardinals with a 16 and 12 record. In third place, surprisingly, are the Pittsburgh Pirates with an 11 and 16 record. In fourth place are the Chicago Cubs, my adopted National League team, with a 9 and 18 record. And in dead last place are and the worst team in baseball right now, the Cincinnati Reds, with a 5-23 and 23 record. They are on a historic pace of being one of the worst teams in baseball in baseball history. What I was hearing from someone who is a Reds fan in church, they're basically yeah, saying, yeah, we're, we're on pace to basically be one of the worst teams in baseball history. That's sad. <laughs> All right. In the National League West, leading the pack right now is the L.A. Dodgers with a 19-7 and seven record. In second place are the San Diego Padres with a 19-10 record. Tied for third place are the Colorado Rockies and San Francisco Giants with a 16-12 record apiece. And in dead last place, but with a winning record, is the Arizona Diamondbacks with a 15-14 record. All right, that's just weird. You're in last place, but you have, you're one game above 500. That's, that's something. All right. So here are our Red Sox stats, and we will go to break. All right. Or stat leaders, I should say. All right. Red Sox stat leaders. Let's go. All right. So leading the team in batting average is Xander Bogarts with a 343 batting average. Leading the team in home runs is Rafael Devers with four. Leading the team in RBIs is J.D. Martinez with 14. Stolen bases is a four-way tie between Christian Arroyo, Xander Bogarts, 
Jackie Bradley Jr., and Trevor Story with one. Um, Leading the team in runs scored is basically uh, Bogarts with 17. Leading the team in uh, on-base percentage is uh, Xander Bogarts with 393. Leading the team in slugging percentage is J.D. Martinez with 518. Leading the team in ops is uh, Xander Bogarts with 865. Leading the team in hits is a two-way tie between uh, Bogarts, who looks like Alex Verdugo for some reason because of this app. Figure it out and we'll be at bad app. And Devers with uh, 37. All right. Leading the team in doubles is uh, J.D. Martinez with 10. Leading the team in triples, it's a uh, three-way or two-way tie between Dahlbeck and Duran with one um, because of this weekend. And then walks, it's uh, Kiki Hernandez with 10. Strikeouts, it's Trevor Story with 35. Caught stealing, it's a four-way tie between uh, Bradley, Hernandez, Vasquez, and Verdugo with one. Um, let's see. And then also games played, it's Devers with 29. And then at-bats, it's Devers with 120. Pitching. Here we go. Pitching. Pitchers, let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, ERA, it's basically uh, Nathan Valdi with 200 and or, or leading the team with uh, ERA. Nathan Valdi with a 294. Uh, wins is Michael Walker with three. Who probably won't be uh, probably be overtaken at this point if he keeps going at this point because with uh, his injury uh, strikeouts is Evaldi with uh, thirty six uh, save it's a five way tie between Barnes Deekman Robles uh, Strom and uh, Whitlock who looks like uh, Matt Barnes for some reason with one all right and then uh, with uh, yeah man yeah Elmi needs to fix their pictures. All right, whip. It's a uh, Evaldi with a one point oh seven uh, batting average against. It's a uh, Evaldi with a two thirty four. Uh, and its pitch. It's a uh, Evaldi with a or thirty two or forty three point two complete games. Nobody's leading that category because we do not have someone who has thrown a complete game this year. The Red Sox. All right, games played. It's Davis with fourteen. Uh, game started. It's a two-way tie between Evaldi and Pavetta with six. And let's see. Uh, and loss. It's Pavetta with four. Save opportunities. The two-way tie between Deekman, who looks like Brazier for some reason, and uh, Robles with uh, three. All right, and then earn, earn run. Earn runs given up. It's uh, Evol or Pavetta with eighteen runs given up. It's uh, Pavetta with uh, 18 hits given up. It's basically a two-way tie between Evaldi and Pavetta with 30. And then her, our home runs given up. It's uh, Evaldi with eight. And then walks, it's uh, Pavetta with 13. Then fielding, and we will wrap this up, um, uh, the segment up. It's, uh, let's see, two games played. It's a two-way tie between Devers and Ferdugo. With a 28. Wait, what the heck is this? I can't get out. Hold on. What the heck is this? Hold on. All right, all right. So it's, uh, yeah, all right. Back to that. Sorry, I was trying to get this. My football draft started. All right. Uh, it's Devers and Verdugo with 28. Gates played. And then game started. It's Verdugo with 28. 
and he's played it's for du- or uh, for Dugo with a 251.1 uh, total chances. It's a uh, Vasquez with 178 putouts. It's Vasquez or Vasquez with 167 assists. It's Bogarts with a 53 errors. It's Bogarts with a four double plays. It's a uh, Dahlback with 14. Uh, stolen bases against it's Vasquez with eight nine caught stealing against it's Vasquez with six stolen base percentage against it's uh, Vasquez with six hundred uh, pass balls nobody's leading that category uh, wild pitches it's a uh, or a uh, Pawecki with five and then fielding percentage it's a four way tie between Bradley Dahlback Hernandez and Vasquez with a thousand. And then total or uh, range factor is Vasquez with a 937. Yeah. All right. That is it. We'll go to break. Well, then we'll come back. We'll talk about fancy and wrap up with the series look ahead. All right. We're back to wrap up the show with fancy and the series look ahead. All right. Fancy. MLB play. So the MLB play app, how I did this weekend. So basically. Friday's games were basically washed out because of postponement and weather. So I had Austin Meadows, the Detroit Tigers, and former Red Sox, Andrew Benatendi of the now the Kansas City Royals. So they're both passes, so nothing there. Then on Saturday, I did originally have J.J. Romuto and Pete Alonzo, um, but then those games got rained out, so I now picked uh, – Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Toronto Blue Jays and Mike Trout of the LA Angels. Uh, Guerrero went one for four and uh, Trout went one for four. So basically at this point I have a two-game hit streak. And then today I had uh, Luis Luis Urias Urias of the Milwaukee Brewers and Chaz Chisholm Jr. of the Miami Marlins. Yes, I do know that I picked this guy for the last couple of a couple of days or so, but deal with it. It's my picks. Um, um, Urias was a pass because he did not play today, and I just didn't have time to change that because that's on me. Um, so that's a pass. But Chisholm did get a hit, so my hit streak is now at three game hit streak. So pretty good, pretty good. And then tomorrow, you know what? I probably, you know, what? I might just wait until yeah. I might just talk. Wait till uh. Uh, next episode to talk about that. All right, so this weekend I basically had um, basically a lot of voids. So I for, maybe I just once again forgot to uh, make my quick picks. So Friday void, Saturday I did or uh, wait, no, actually Friday actually no, actually never mind. It wasn't a void. I went one for seven. Then Saturday I went void, and then we still haven't got the results for uh, today. Which by the way. Sh- I think the Sunday night baseball game has already ended. Cubs and Dodgers. So, and they got swept by the Dodgers. Wow. Man. So, if you think the Red Sox are having problems, the Cubs are having problems too. They're not doing good either, man. They just got swept by the Dodgers. Well, Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball right now. But still, yeah. So, I haven't got a result from my quick pick yet, which stinks because this also affects the show. So, yeah. But whatever, MLB, do what you want to do. I don't know. Maybe there is still some games going on at this point. There were a lot of doubleheaders that had to be made up, so maybe that might be it. Maybe some of the games haven't been over yet. 
Uh, looks like everything's final. Yeah, it looks like everything's final now. So, yeah, so what are we doing? End the day. Let's go. Give me my results. Come on, and we'll be figured out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. On Mother's Day, too. All right. All right. All right, so that is it for MLB Play. Let's go ESPN Fancy. All right. So, ESPN Fancy. All right, get over there. Get over there. All right. So, yeah. So, well, also, we're also drafting right now for one of our fancy football teams right now. So, if you hear a dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun, um, it's because I'm about ready to draft, yeah. It's also on ESPN too, so yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. All right. Well, maybe we should just mute that. Maybe we just mute that. All right. Oh, crap. How do you mute it? Yeah. There we are. I think we muted. All right. I think we. Never mind. We didn't mute it. All right. Sorry about that. All right. And there it goes again because I have to pick again. All right. Yeah. Give a waddle. All right. Yeah, there we go. All right. We won't hear it for a while. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Let's try to get this done. All right. So we're going to have to hear that again. I thought I would get rid of that. All right. I just don't want to have sound going through it. Anything, but yeah. All right. So the Oakland Babars, they did play against uh, the Team Oakman. Um, and right now, they're uh, winning this game 256-210, to so doing pretty good so far. And it's kind of looking like they will uh, start the year 4-0, so pretty good. Attaway, Oakland Babars. Yeah. All right. Pay Rafi Devers, however, they're losing right now to Nashville 361-192. to So the score holds up, which it probably does at this point. They will finish the year, or they will uh, start the year out. Three and one. So, yeah, so they will be undefeated no more at this point. Pay Rafi Devers. All right. Okay, R3, it's the GOAT. So, currently, right now, they're losing the fried chickens 289 to 257. So, their losing streak will now increase to two games. And so, and now they will be two and two at this point. Yeah. But if the score holds up, which at this point it will, because. Nobody's playing right now. I think today's games have already ended. All right. Uh, the wearing of, wearing of the green. So currently right now they're beating uh, Chicken Friars 314-309. So it looks like the score will hold up. They will win two games in a row and increase their record to 3-1. and two, or three and one. So pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Uh, not this team. Uh, I was like dancing on my own. So currently right now, well, actually currently right now, they're beating uh, Team uh, DeBagas, 334. Or well, actually, oh, actually, I read that long. All right, they're losing the Team DeBagas, 318 to 234. I read that long. So they will go on a free game losing streak and, they're, and they will be one and three or one and three at this point. So not great. And the Yankees lose. So currently, right now, they're beating uh, Team S Rosie's Diamond, two hundred seventy-eight to two hundred sixty-one. So the score holds up. They will end their uh, two two-game losing streak and 
uh, even up there's a record of two and two. All right. So let's see. I need a wide receiver. Yeah, this dude. All right. Who's ever the top person? All right. Oh, George Kittle. Yes, I will pick George Kittle. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> That's like a smart, very smart move there. I can't believe he was available there. All right. All right. All right, let's wrap this up. All right, so that is it for ESPN Fancy. Yahoo, Yahoo. All right. Yahoo. That's awful. That was awful. All right. Call him Poppy. So currently right now they are losing to Kentucky Cubs 8-2. to two. So at this point they will probably uh, – yeah, so they'll probably lose this game. All right. And then we will go over records now. Uh, Royal Rooters, they are currently losing to uh, futurist, Futuristic – uh, eight to two, so not great. Yuck. All right. And uh, starting nine, so they will probably go 0 and 4 for this week as they're losing the Pokes Passion 5 to 3. Man, starting nine. Man, they're now no longer on Barcelona anymore. Well, not doing a podcast anymore, but still, yeah. Sex and 10, they're currently losing to uh, Nerfonic Nito. Six to three, so not great at all. Um, Gombridge, they are currently losing to uh, rebuilding again. Six to three. I hope that is nothing to refer to the Red Sox. I don't know, but whatever. All right, and the three O take. So currently, right now, they are beating I uh, seven three. So at least for that, at least the three O take is doing their job. I don't know what you. Five other Hanyaks are doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's it for fancy. All right. Let's do the series re or series look ahead real quick. And we will get out of here because ESPN fancy is, yeah. All right. We need to draft our team for uh, football. Or at least one of our teams for football. All right. Okay. Man, there was a, I wish there was a way. Hold on. I wonder if there's a way to mute that. Yeah, here we are. There we go. Awesome. Yay. Hold on. Let's not celebrate just yet. <sighs> I just I just don't want the whole da 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 because yeah, just yeah. Well you know you're drafting. Yeah. What 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 would be the big deal? Hold on. Let's see if this will do it. All right. Yep, it did. All right, so I need a flex player. Yeah, this dude would do. All right, and then I need defense. Yeah, yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's just leave it there. All right, so the series look ahead. So the next opponent for the Red Sox will be the defending World Series champion, Atlanta Braves. And this will be... A two-game series in Atlanta. So, so the first game on Tuesday, six twenty my time, and uh, seven twenty Eastern time. It will be against uh, Garrett. L- I just butchered that. Garrett Whitlock, who is one and one so far with a one point twenty-five ERA. So the last time he pitched 
was at was basically uh for, was basically Wednesday and he basically had a complete game or basically a perfect game until yeah the you know, Angels offense basically turned it on and basically tied up the game. So last time he pitched uh pitched five innings, gave up only two hits. He did surrender two runs though, but he didn't walk anybody and he struck out nine. So at that point he was having a perfect game. All right. So pretty good. And then his opponent will be Kyle Wright. And hold on, wait a minute, hold on. Before we, uh, he is he is three and one so far with a one point seventy four ERA. So he's doing pretty good uh, this season. And currently, right, so the last time he pitched was on uh, basically last Monday. Well, actually, last Tuesday, I should say that against the Mets, he uh, pitched seven innings, gave up nine hits. Surrendered three runs and walked one person, struck out three, so he didn't have really a great game. They got the loss. All right, so maybe we might get him this time. Maybe we might give him a second loss. I don't know. All right, then Wednesday's game will also be at 6.20 uh, my time, 7.20 Eastern time. And it's – uh, hold on. Huh. <coughs> Ooh, I need the sneeze. All right, uh, it's against Nathan Baldy, who is a uh, one-and-one so far. With a two point or two point ninety four ERA, and last time he pitched was Friday against the Chicago White Sox. And come on, load. All right, all right. I need a draft. All right, I need a kicker. All right, kicker, 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 kicker. And yes, I will pick this dude. All right, and then we will draft our bench. All right. Yeah, I'll pick Russell Wilson. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So Evaldi, the last time he pitched was Friday, as I said, against the White Sox. Pitched five innings, uh, gave up six hits, surrendered three runs, walked three people, only struck out four, and he got the loss. All right. Roll nasty Nate. All right. Then he will get go up against Ian Anderson. So he is having a good year. So well, sort of a decent year. Three and one with a four point oh one ERA. So last time, uh, 24 years old. All right. So last time he pitched was on Wednesday against the New York Mets. Uh, went or pitched five, pitched five point one innings, gave up only four hits. He did surrender a run. He didn't. He only walked one per or walked four people and struck out one. What he got the win. So he is, yeah. So he got the win in that game. All right. So that is it for Wednesday. And then an off day on Thursday, and then after that is the Rangers. Well, we won't go into that episode until Wednesday's episode. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. So weather look ahead in Atlanta at the ALT or AT or ATL. All right. Atlanta. All right. In Atlanta, Georgia. We won't sing the song, Georgia, or Midnight Train to Georgia. <laughs> the Midnight Train to Georgia. All right. Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. All right. Atlanta. Give me the weather. Stop going slow. All right. Here we are. Atlanta, Georgia. All right. So, Tuesday's game will be sunny. Wait, hold on. That's the day. All right. It will be 50 or 57 degrees at night, clear skies, 
Um, wind five to ten miles an hour, and then only a three percent chance of rain, which is really nothing. All right, which yeah, it's not really anything. And then Wednesday, same thing, but fifty-eight degrees, clear skies, light. Get out of here! I don't want no ads. Get out of here, you ad. Get out of here. No, no. Get out of here. All right, here we are. All right, so as I said, why did it take me back? All right, stupid app. All right, so as I said, 58 degrees, it'll be uh, clear skies, light wind variable, and then, like, as I said, 1% chance of rain. That, that is really nothing. All right, okay, and that's your weather look ahead. All right, so yeah, oh, darn it. Don't want to do that. I didn't want to close out of that uh, tab. All right, crap. All right. All right. So that is it. All right. I need a wide receiver. I think. Yeah, I need a wide receiver. All right. This dude. All right. And then let's see. So that's it for the series. I don't know about the season. I'm not really ready to give up. Fly the white flag of surrender right now. And you know what? Yes, you're right, fans and Red Sox fans. This is kind of a little bit of a time to panic because you don't want to get too deep into some of these losses to a point where now you got to dig yourself out, you know, out of a deep hole. I do agree with that. I you kind of do have to start winning because this isn't fun watching these games and seeing my team just get pummeled in some of these and lose in epic fashion like Saturday's game where you had a chance to win that game when you decided, you know what? Nah, don't need to win another game. No, it, we just have some bad vibes just going on this last couple weeks. Just bad, bad vibes. Bad vibes, yeah. Bad vibes going on. I just got my B&B mixed up. Yeah. This, this is kind of how passionate I am. I was talking to my mom on the way to a, a family get-together this afternoon, I feel like once you speak passionately about something, you kind of do mixed words up and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's a little bit of the Asperger's syndrome in me right now. So, yeah. So, I mean, try to bear with me at this point. I mean, not deal with it, but still try to bear with me. All right. So, anyway, I'm not really ready to give up on this season and uh, fly the white flag of surrender right now. I still believe this team does have a chance. Are the odds stacked against us? Yes. And do I do believe that they need to pick this up kind of deal and play better? Of course. I'm not saying that everything's all hunky-dory and stuff like that and everything's like rainbows and unicorns right now. I'm still saying, yeah, I am real at this point to the fact that this isn't fun watching and they need to figure this out kind of deal. Because you don't, as I said, you don't want to dig yourself into a deep hole. The point It's hard to get out at this point. Let's got, we got to turn the season around at some point. And it kind of should start now. And if stuff like the stuff like Trevor's story, like ignoring the media, is true, he needs to knock that off. I do realize it was a bad game on uh, when, on Thursday where you punched out four times to Shohei Otani. But at the same time, you shouldn't do that at least. You'll get thrown out of town if you do stuff like that. Yeah, And I'm still pulling for Trevor's story. I still believe he will eventually figure it out and he will start hitting. But it's just, at the same time, it just really is frustrating to see a guy that we gave six years and 140 mil to just 
go flat right now. And and he's not the only one who's going flat offensively. Verdugo's flat. Kike's flat. Guys that contributed a lot last year are going flat. I just don't know what's going on. We're chasing balls at a very high rate. Like our chase rate is not great. I, I just don't understand what's going on. But anyway, guys, let's figure it out because watching Red Sox baseball now these past couple weeks is not fun or even listening to it at work. It, it's really kind of making it so my mental health is basically or like health or basically like insanity of a few other people is just really is really affecting it really badly. Come on, guys. We're a better team than this. We're a team that has predicted that have a very scary offense and basically is supposed to be World Series champions in this year. Come on, guys. We're better than this. It starts this week in Atlanta. Let's get it together. And you know what? There have been teams that have started out bad this year and still have and still came back and have a chance. They even won the World Series like the 2019 uh uh Washington Nationals started out bad and we're like 19 and 31 up until like May 31st and then basically turned the season around. And even Atlanta Braves, they started out slow last year and guess what happened? Defending World Series champ or our World Series champions and who we have to face this week. So it is possible. It is possible that they can actually turn this season around. I still have faith in these guys. I'm not throwing the white flag of surrender up, even though it is kind of looking blip or is kind of looking blip or bleak at this point. That's what the word I was talking about. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Ooh, auto pick. Darn it. <sighs> Crap. All right. Hold on. What did I pick? Okay, I got it. Okay, never mind. All right. Okay, it didn't really affect anything. Okay. Uh, sort of. Darn. All right. Just get a reason why we just get on defense. Damn. Uh, man, I went quick. All right. All right. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for this opportunity to share. Keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Follow the show on TikTok uh, at lowercase socks, Illinois. Then follow the show on Instagram, also at lowercase socks, Illinois. Follow the show or like the show on Facebook at the, or the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. Then follow the show on Spotify and Apple. All right. With that being said, folks, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys next weekend. Or see you guys next Wednesday. Or this week. Or this Wednesday. Yeah, sorry. Banyana.